right, and welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan, and I am joined by my lovely co-host and fiance, Mia Agraviador. And today, we have the special honor of being joined by an even more special guest, uh, our former colleague at the Daily Titan and friend from college, Amy Wells. How are you doing, Amy? Doing, doing all right. Thank you, Harrison. You are actually our very first female guest. All We've had all male guests. You're on the show. I know, but guess wise. Yeah, guess. This is my podcast and you guess. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Amy has brought us a beautiful movie that I remember from my childhood as well. But Harrison has no idea what it is. I genuinely, the only thing that I know about this movie is A, that it's called Ever After, and B, from you just Googling where to watch it really quick, I saw that it was marketed as Ever After a Cinderella Story, and then it has Drew Barrymore in it. So I'm assuming it's some kind of Cinderella movie. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's um like half, no, it's not half Cinderella. It's like a twist on Cinderella, right? Yeah, it's like a retelling of Cinderella. Um, I think it's set in France, but everyone has like these weird accents that are like unplaceable. Yeah, I think even Drew Barrymore, like Drew Barrymore is in it, but I think she has an English accent in it. Some type of like attempt at an English accent, yeah. <laughs> Some type of attempt. I'm really optimistic for this movie now. So both of you have seen this before then. Like other than the strange uh, kind of disambiguous accents, what do you remember about the movie and why did you like it? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. It's just, it's so sweet and romantic and beautiful and I feel like the production design or at least from what I remember is so great and I don't know I'm just you know it's kind of like it's this princess story that pretty much like every girl liked growing up and <laughs> I think I remember somehow Leonardo da Vinci is in this movie. He is. <laughs> he is. He's a character. Oh, I thought you were going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> no, Leonardo da Vinci is in this movie. I don't know why. Like, not the actual one. No, no, like the character. <laughs> the is. artist, like, yeah, yeah the, the character. Artist. I was going to say, I thought he died in like the 1600s or something, but no, I don't know. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I don't even it. know like what time I don't either. Takes place. I don't either. I, I don't know why they shoot more overlap. That yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it's just like ambiguous time, ambiguous place. Uh, it da Vinci's just in it cares? for some reason. Who cares? It's a good story. I remember it being really good. Honestly, I think the first time I saw it, I don't know if if you saw it in the theaters. I didn't. My mom picked up. I think she picked up a VHS of this movie. Oh like yeah, that. I had the VHS. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, so I didn't own it on DVD. I, yeah, I didn't own it on DVD either. Um, she picked it up at a garage sale, and she's like, oh, this looks good. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh. Like, I've never heard of this movie, and then we just watched it, and I liked it. So I think it came out in 1998, I think. So I don't think I would be old enough to go to the theater or have the attention span to watch into the movie theater. Yeah, you would have been, what, four or five? Something like that. I can't yeah. do the math. But... So your four, <laughs> do, your four or five-year-old memories, like, do you think this movie is going to hold up? Um, I think, yes, I think this movie is, like, really slept on, and I think it's, it is, it, <laughs> it is, is, it is. No, 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 it's just, you know, a Cinderella movie, like, slept on. No, that's you get it? Beauty. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a pun. Oh, my gosh. Uh, side note, Harrison has not seen a lot of the Disney princess movies, ever. I saw Aladdin. That's it. That's pretty sad, huh? That's it? Yeah, that's it. No, I mean, I, th- I think I've seen Cinderella. I think I've seen 
I mean, you're uh, familiar with the premise, right? Yeah, like, I understand the premise. I'm pretty sure I watched them once or twice when I was a kid. But, you know, like, I was into Star Wars and stuff. Like, that was not my thing. No, evidently you don't know the premise because you thought Cinderella was sleeping. I just mix them up. They're both, (laughs) they're basically the same character. Honestly, one movie could be a sequel to the other one. No. They're just, like, blondes with no personality. Oh, my God. Ouch. Okay. Well, Amy, do you think this movie's going to hold up? Oh, definitely. Yeah? Why? Because it's it has a little more substance than I would say, kind of like your typical Cinderella story. There is a lot more going on, and it it's a little more like adult in a way. Yeah, um, yeah. There's kind of like some more like serious storylines to it. Yeah, I think she has more of her personality in this, and I think she, I remember oh, she kind of saves the day. And uh, one of the stepsisters, there's two stepsisters. Do do you know this? I thought there were three. <laughs> No, there's two. I think one of them actually gets a... Oh, there's a stepmother. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. That's why I thought there were three. I think one of them gets like a redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but... Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But Yeah, no, let's just recap the whole movie right now. <laughs> um, no, there, there's a lot of heart to the yes, film. I remember that too. I'm really honestly at this point hoping that it's horrible now <laughs> because like it's going to be really funny if both of you have to come back from this intro and you're like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking at all. Like those ones are always way better. Like when Mia and I went into Casper Meets Wendy and we're like, this movie's going to be awesome. I remember loving it when I was a kid and then like it was probably the worst movie that wasn't the star wars holiday special that we've ever watched no i i honestly think this is this is a movie that's gonna oh and what's that one movie that you showed me the 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 one about the witch girl kiki's delivery yeah that one is up there too Uh, Um, i know (laughs) that was my mandatory dig at kiki's delivery service once per episode i think i skipped a couple episodes but had to bring it back (laughs) i love that movie and i that movie definitely holds up yeah, well, see, that's that shows the taste that Harrison has with uh, female-led movies. So, mm. with that... Wow, okay, you have to make it like that. I like Star Wars. Okay, well, with that, we're going to go see Ever After, and we will be right back. Okay, and we're back. We just watched Ever After, and before we start getting into what we like and what we didn't like, Harrison is going to give us our 60-second summary. Amy, I know that you know of this since you listen to our podcast, and you are a fan <laughs> and a good friend. So, <laughs> um, so Harrison, are you ready to do this? Yeah, I've never been more ready. Okay. Go. Are you going to get a timer or anything? Uh, no, I can count in my gonna, head. You're going to count in your head. <laughs> yeah. I'm confident you can count to 60, but all right. Um, <laughs> Okay, so we start off and we meet young Drew Barrymore and she's been like mud fighting with a local orphan boy. And uh, then like it turns out her dad is going away on a business trip with after his new wife just got there that he like bought at the market or something with her two kids. And then like they decide to like leave the mail order bride in charge of like the like young Drew Barrymore and the other child. And then the dad is driving away on his horse and he turns back to wave, but then he dies of a heart attack because the uh, and then, like, it turns out young Drew Barrymore is left to be a, like, a slave with the, like, mail-order bride mom who becomes, like, the baroness of this land. And then it turns out she, like, throws an apple when she's older at, like, the guy who's the prince. And then he basically comes and he's like, hey, I'm going to say a bunch of, like, really, like, classist things. And she's like, no, I'm going to teach you that 
all people should be appreciated. And then they go back and forth like that for a while. And the prince guy kind of tries to date her stepsister, but then doesn't and falls in love with Drew Barrymore. But then he finds out she's a poor. And so he breaks up with her at their, at like a ball in front of everyone. But then he realizes he made, makes a mistake and then saves her from the, uh, like from the evil bald guy that she was sold to get married to. Yeah, I mean, that's what you took from it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he didn't, uh, Harrison didn't take any notes. Usually he takes notes for all the movies, but this one he just, he did not. Okay, I wasn't feeling that good while we were watching it. And honestly, like, I pretty much got the gist, didn't I? Yeah, I guess so. But except she, he didn't save her exactly. She that's the point herself. of the movie. Oh well, yeah. She goes. He goes to go save her, and then <laughs> it turns out she had already saved herself because she was a master swordsman and never busted that out when they were in trouble for <laughs> some reason. All of a sudden, her yeah. dad. You totally forgot Leonardo da Vinci too. Oh well, I don't know. I didn't feel like I feel like that was like such a random. Like they included his like name just to have him. Like that really could have been anyone, and they just made it Da Vinci for some reason. I don't know. That was weird. Well, I think this movie definitely still held up. Like I was really surprised how good this movie was. Did you oh, feel definitely. The same? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved it so much. Harrison, what did you think? It was okay. Amy, what did you love about it? <laughs> I mean, just that. I mean, I love the setting, the costumes, the dialogue, you know, like Drew Barrymore, she doesn't play this like weak and like timid character. She's outspoken. She's passionate. Um, I mean, I always, like, I like her and like the prince's banter and I think that's so fun. It's just like, it's just a fun story. I don't feel like bored throughout it. I feel like there weren't really any lulls. Like, yeah, it's just like, a solid fun movie. Yeah, I like the fact that a lot of the characters have a personality, like even the king and the queen, the prince's parents, they kind of have like a thing going, like they're pretty funny, like um, everyone's really fleshed out. And I think that's, that's really cool. And they did do a pretty good job of establishing that stuff naturally through dialogue. Like it wasn't, it didn't require a narrator. It didn't, re it was just like little pieces of conversation and like actions that you gathered this. Like you get that the king and queen aren't close and don't really like each other just through their dialogue and through the fact when the prince comes in to wake them up, they're like sleeping 10 feet apart <laughs> from each other yeah. on their like gigantic, ridiculous bed and stuff like little character details like that, like that, that stuff was really well done. Yeah. And I also like the fact that this isn't like your standard fairy tale kind of movie. Like it's not, yeah, like again, Drew Barrymore's character is really like strong, but it's not to a point where they're like, oh, she's a girl and she does this. It's just, she's just like that because that's her personality. She's not trying to prove anything. She just wants right. to like have a happy life basically. And I think that's, that's pretty cool. And I like the fact that at the end of the movie, she does just save herself. It's so hilarious because this prince comes He's like riding on a horse and then she just like casually walks out of this castle <laughs> and he was like oh i was here to save you and she's like well i already did that so i thought that was cute and then he says he's sorry yeah 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 but yeah i honestly i love this movie i don't know why you didn't like it i i didn't say i didn't like it i just didn't think it was the best what did you think about the stepsisters and evil stepmother because angelica houston plays the uh, evil stepmother, and she's a queen, always. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought she was phenomenal. I think she plays the part so well, and 
I just, I love the dynamic that they have and um, the, like the younger stepsister who I love how like she's, you know, more on like Drew Barrymore's side. I feel like she gives such good like side eyes and like looks throughout the movie that make it so entertaining and comical. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I just, I love this movie. I, I what do you, what do you think about, cause they're not ugly stepsisters. Usually they're pretty, that's the standard, right? In the Cinderella story, they're the ugly stepsisters. What did you Oh, think? I thought they were the evil stepsisters. But they're oh, always the evil, ugly stepsisters. Right? Oh, okay. Are I they? don't know. Yeah, I think so. I mean, in the Disney movie. Well, in movies, this movie, they were ugly on the inside. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think this movie also is pretty grounded because um, it doesn't have any magical elements that a lot of the Cinderella stories kind of have. There's no fairy godmother. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think I like that. Me like, too. It, it just, you know, it feels more like a real story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's And it's like she, it gives her more credit for where she comes from and everything like when she gets to the ball like it was pretty much all her doing and like her self-preservation it's not just because of magic she like fought for you know to get out of this like dungeon that she got locked in and she had help from her friends because she's a compassionate person and everyone likes her and I think that's really cool that they didn't just throw magic in there just because yeah I kept waiting for her to get animal sidekicks <laughs> and then I realized like probably like an hour into the movie that like her like you know, like her indentured servant friends were, were the animal sidekicks. Yeah. And then I also like that, like, they gave her, like, something to do when she got mad. Like, usually, like, in the other Cinderella stories, when she gets caught or something, she's like, oh, no. And then she just kind of, like, gets locked up. But in this movie, she, like, she literally fucking punches one of the yeah, sisters. Yeah, no, I love it. And she, like, calls one of her sisters, like, like a cow yeah yeah she knocks her out I know oh it's so great yeah she like fought like she was angry and I was like yes queen oh yeah I love that they showed that it just gives her just like make her more human yeah did you two think uh, did either of you think that the prince and the princess had chemistry I think they did yeah, they did you and know I, what did throw me off is that like watching it again realizing like the age difference like, okay, I was going to say, he looks, like, way older than he her. Is. Uh, okay. Drew Barrymore kind of has a baby face. Well, so she was 23, and then the oh, she was? was 33. I mean, 10 years. So I definitely do think that, that I think age. that's actually progressive for the times. <laughs> <laughs> but she was supposed to be an 18-year-old. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't, I didn't really, it didn't bother me. I think they did have chemistry, and I like how they kind of grew to like each other throughout the movie, and that she taught him about like not being an asshole basically towards people. We love to see growth. I don't know. I just didn't, I, like, I don't know what it was. Like I can't put my finger quite on it, but I just didn't feel like their chemistry was that natural or like there were people that really liked each other. Like it seemed like they were like talking about it, but it just never felt that genuine to me. Mm. Mm. I don't know. That. I have to disagree. I feel like I'm such a sucker for the trope of when, like, two characters, like, don't like each other. Yes. And then they end up liking each other. Yes. Oh. Classic. I love it. I fucking love, love it. it. <laughs> You're just not, like, a romance it just, person. It just felt forced that he would like her when all she was doing was constantly yelling at him and, like, demeaning him and, like, berating yeah, him. Yeah, him on. Him. Oh, actually, yeah. never. What? This is actually seeming more realistic now. No, because, like, if you really think <laughs> about it... <laughs> If you really think about it, he's never had someone do that to him because he's such a high, like, class person. Like, no one wants to argue with the, him or they'll, like, die or something, right? 
So to have someone to be like, oh, no, you're stupid and you're wrong, he's like, whoa. Oh, so he's like a submissive. <laughs> yes, and Cinderella's a dom. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's okay. what we learned from this movie. <laughs> um, were there anything that, like, didn't kind of hold up anymore, do you think, or any no, flaws? No, I don't think so. Like, I, I know it's not like this, like, Oscar-winning film so like I didn't have that in mind going into it so it just for me it held up for what I was expecting it to be yeah I think the only thing is it is a really long movie <laughs> it is I, I <laughs> forgot that it was two hours long which I know made me excited. I was like yes two hours <laughs> and you feel that runtime or at I least I did do. I, I did like, I felt like there were so many scenes that like just were not really necessary and like where nothing was really happening other than like people talking and there wasn't really. A... And so I guess so for me, I didn't really feel that chemistry between them. Like for me, that kind of stuff was not all that interesting and just like delaying, you know, the culmination of the plot. But I guess if you enjoyed like their flirting and their dynamic, then maybe you would feel differently. I just felt like there was so much time on screen where just nothing was happening. No, I think it adds more. I feel like it adds more to the story. It gives it more depth, you know, there's more stuff happening and it, it feels more um, like, it, fuck, hold on. It feels more <laughs> earned at the end to see her go through all that and then come out like a, like a really awesome, better person. You know what I mean? No? Okay, well. <laughs> um, I also just feel like movies like this set a completely unrealistic standard for romance. Uh, like, it just, like, I, I don't know. I just, all this stuff, like, it, tell, it teaches young girls that, like, if you're just yourself, some guy is going to go to, like, insane lengths to sweep you off your feet. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like that sets, like, an unrealistic standard. How was that unrealistic? For what like, like, what insane thing did he do? Uh, he took her to, like, an uh, ancient monk library. Where they went on a date. It's a date. <laughs> it, that was around. He was like, oh, let's just go to the monastery and Yeah. Y'all call books. this a date? I do. <laughs> I don't know. I just know that the whole movie, you're like, how come you don't take me to any nice libraries? How come you don't take me on, like, sweeping horseback rides of a mountain vista? Whatever. How come you don't how don't how come you don't take me to a camp of gypsies to make out? <laughs> it's a joke. It's a fucking joke. That's the point. Um I will say that the ending is very satisfying. It is. It is. I was like I was rooting and screaming. I kind of forgot about the ending, but the ending is that like uh the evil stepmother and the bitchy stepsister are called into the court and this is after everything happened and she gets married to the prince and they're about to Off banish screen. them. That was kind of a bold choice. Yeah, actually, yeah. they they got that's true. They, they got didn't married. actually have the big wedding moment. Well, that's probably good for you because that would have been like another hour in this yeah. movie. <laughs> anyway, so they're about to banish them, and the queen's like, "Does anyone want to speak up for them?" And like Drew Barrymore comes in. She's got she's just dripping awesome. in gold yeah. with her crown. Yeah, with her crown, and everyone starts bending down. So the stepmother has to do it bowing. too. That, whatever <laughs> they call on one knee <laughs> they call him Kaepernick <laughs> yeah and she was just like I will speak for you you can stay but this is the last time I'm ever going to talk to you I'm never going to think about you again but you're going to be thinking about me forever and I was like ah this is so amazing <laughs> it was you have to admit that was a pretty satisfying it was ending. a boss move it was a boss move yeah I mean I don't know. I just felt like the prince, like, he oh just God. was written to do whatever was convenient for the plot at that time to move it along. Like, it didn't feel like a genuine character decision to be so mad at her 
for like for being underclass when like he's like like the whole reason he's into her is because she's constantly talking to him about doing what's right and how class doesn't matter and all that stuff and then for him to find out like the movie to hinge on him finding out that like she is like she's an indentured servant or of a lower class or whatever like you know i get like feeling like you were lied to but then to be so angry that out of spite you go and marry someone that your dad like well he had no choice for you he had no choice his dad said you either find love and fall in love with someone and marry her or you have to marry the i don't Spanish know he princess. seemed he seemed pretty up for it <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> no i do know what you mean like watching that i was like oh he was kind of being an asshole yeah there. he kind of like, like yeah. the way he got so upset about it he kind of overreacted um, i feel well he reacted like he overreacted in the context of like what they had shown us about him before which is like he was someone that didn't want to adhere to these class structures like he didn't want to be king anymore and so for him to turn around and like just because he felt lied to be like oh you're a poor and like just like get out of my sight peasant like <laughs> you feel like he was more upset that she had lied and less about like her class yeah, and then he came to a realization that he was like, oh, she was trying to tell me the entire time, but I was being such an asshole and just, like, not letting her speak. And I think that's why he came around. And yeah. so the lesson is, don't interrupt women when they're talking. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. But um, I think the one last thing that really stood out to me was her fucking dress at the ball was yes, so pretty. Yes. It was so nice. Did you, did you like it at all? Or? I thought the wings were going to allow her to fly like Assassin's Creed when Da Vinci gives you stuff, but no, that was disappointing for no, me. I but. love that scene when she walks in, she's got her wings and the gown and the glitter on her face. Yes, this movie breathe. invented glitter. Just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing that, the one thing that's kind of weird, I like the Leonardo Da Vinci character. I think he's kind of like a really cool asset, like to have a historical character in there, but why? him <laughs> that's what i was saying I, I don't really get that i mean it didn't really detract from the movie for me it was it just didn't. like a strange choice to have weird. it be da vinci for some reason yeah like, they just they're like oh we need someone oh da vinci but i guess maybe and it also was... for him to have boat shoes <laughs> that's right there's a scene where he's walking on the water because he invented because he's an inventor that's why yeah they have to establish that he's like close to jesus because he could walk on water yeah, he invented the boat Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just kind of like a, it doesn't, yeah, again, it doesn't take away from the story, but it's just kind of like a, okay. Yeah, sure. you just kind of go along with it. Yeah, I guess. But other than that, honestly, I think this is a solid fucking movie. I don't know why you don't like it. I think out of all the Cinderella adaptations that I've seen, this one's like number one. Number two is the Disney live action. Oh, really? Number two for me is the Cinderella of Brandy. I haven't seen, I haven't seen that yet. I know. <laughs> I know. I think it's on Disney Plus. You know what you're talking about? Yeah. And Whitney Houston is in it? Yeah, I've seen that movie. You have? Yes. Okay. The is music this... in it is so good. It was like a long time ago when I was a kid. I don't remember. Did you remember liking it. it? Huh? Did you remember liking it? I don't think so. I don't think All the right, story's for me. Next episode. Next episode. Yeah. No, please no. <laughs> okay. Was anybody else weirded out by the fact that the second that like uh, Morticia Adams or whatever gets there to the like to the like thing at the beginning that her husband immediately dies of a heart attack and did it, anybody else find that suspicious? It, like some time had passed because when he comes back he's like oh I have to leave in like a fortnight. So oh that's like, true. All right. Well it wasn't like still, the next day. But still I'm th like 
I'm thinking poison. Because, like, the whole movie, like, we don't, it's never established that she's, like, a good person. Yeah, but what would like, she have to gain? She doesn't, like... All that really... land and stuff for herself and all the servants to But they ended her. up poor anyways. Remember, huh? she had to, like, sell off her servants. Yeah, she was he... selling her servants to continue to no. live her lifestyle. Oh, no, no. When he dies, when he dies and he's on the ground, she, like, is next to him. She's like, don't leave me here. Like, she's so upset. Like, obviously, she was using him probably for money. So when he's dead... That leaves like, her yeah. without money. She's like, fuck. Well, it seemed like she was mad at the girl for the dad reached out to her and was like, I love you. And well, then just Of course, died. she was jealous. Yeah. 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 But also, like, I think she's a pretty bad person. And, like, I, I would not rule out that that was poisoning. Yeah. But they didn't have, like, CSI back then. So they can't, like. Her 90s eyebrows, though, give me life. They were, like, really thin. But they, she works it. I think Angelica Houston is a very beautiful woman. Harrison did, yes. did not think so at all. No. Nope. He was like, woman. she's too old. I was like, how dare you? I know. What? I know. What? <laughs> she's like 50. Who cares? She looks good. I mean, I guess like we're 40 or something in the movie. Yeah. Okay, well, Jesus, not my type. Uh, one last thing I wanted to talk about. What did you guys think about having one of the stepsisters kind of be redeemed? Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think that just added so much more to it. And you got to just see that, like, there was someone on Drew Barrymore's side. It was also nice that, like, they weren't just cartoon characters of villains. Like, in in all seriousness, like, the poisoning side, like, the evil stepmother had motivation. Like, she was upset and jealous of Cinderella. Um, Like, the younger one was basically, like, you could tell that she was, or the, the blonde one, you could tell that she was kind of abused into being the way that she was because her mom was constantly, like, basically like continuing the cycle of abuse that she received like telling her constantly that the only thing that was good was that her looks and like she had to marry up a class and whatever and then the youngest one like for her to take all of that in and turn on them like I thought was you know like a realistic character choice and you know a little bit better than just like a lot of Disney animated movies like these villains like they have no clear motivation for being evil other than just they're evil and like I thought that at least made the movie a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think they are a little more, like, multidimensional. I didn't hate the movie. I just didn't, like, like, I didn't need two hours of it. Like, if that was an hour, <laughs> I, I would have been fine. <laughs> I did. It's one of those, I feel like it's one of those comfort movies. I think a lot of 90s Definitely. movies are like that. It's Definitely. Like the, the, I don't know what it is. It's, like, the color scheme and, like, the way it's shot and the music. It's just, like, it's very 90s, but it feels like, you know, something that you watch, like, on a rainy day or when you yeah. were little. With like, like a nice big bowl of mac and cheese. Yes. You know what I watched on a rainy day when I was little? What? Star Wars. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Star Wars only. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, any takeaways from this movie while we wrap up? Do you Would you recommend it to other people? Definitely. Yeah? Well, I love this movie. Yeah, I love this movie. Yes, and this movie. Like, I think one of my favorite parts about this is, like, when I was younger, this was the first movie I saw where they had, like, open mouth kissing where they were like really kissing it wasn't just like a peck like there was really some action in there and that always made me so excited I that's so what's like one of the biggest things I love that's when you realize you like boys we're just (laughs) discovering now right (laughs) wait what other movies have you been watching where they just like I guess like Disney movies all Disney movies like oh yeah yeah, or it's like they cut away right as they're about to kiss or something like that I don't think any Disney but there's just some real like you know, like a nom and on the mm-hmm. mouth. It's a, it was a very big nom movie. Yeah? Sure. <laughs>
Would you recommend this to your friends, Harrison? Uh, not to my friends, but possibly to girls that I was trying to make think that I was like sensitive. <laughs> not like, you know, younger girls that like want to grow up to be like an independent woman. Nope. And... I'm recommending, you know what I'm recommending them? What? Star, Star Wars? Wars? Fuck you. <laughs> Has an empowered female protagonist and lasers and lightsabers whatever this movie is so i feel like moral of the story this movie is slept on and people need <laughs> yes. to see this uh pun intended oh wait no, no that's sorry not, that's <laughs> that's not. Not. <laughs> anyways thank you amy so much for bringing this movie to our attention and everyone yes. else's attention thank and you for having me of course anytime if you guys um liked amy um and you want to find her somewhere, that's too bad. We're not giving out her social media. I will. Just tweet at me and I'll give it out. <laughs> but you can find our podcast on Spotify and Apple. We are also on Twitter. And recently, we just got back to Instagram. Yeah. Mia <laughs> discovered the account password again. So we're good to go on Instagram and we can start posting there. And if you guys have any, any recommendations for movies, we are open to any recommendations. What um, movie are we, uh, are we doing next? I don't know yet. I so, thought that we have a movie picked out with a guest. We haven't decided yet. Oh, okay. Well, then we're <laughs> going to do that later. Yeah, we'll have another guest. But again, Amy, thank you. And uh, hopefully you stay safe and wash your hands and your face and your body and your hand sanitize and you wear a mask. Thank you. I will. <laughs> All of those. <laughs>